All right, we're back and rolling on another episode of The Geek Life here. Always, always my steady co-host, cohort, Craig. Craig, Craig. That's me. The oh damn. Oh damn, it's Craig. Oh shit. Oh. Oh damn, it's Craig. So, oh. So, How's your day going? What you been doing today? Um, well, I got up and I was going to do all the things that you're supposed to do on Sunday, like, you know, clean and do chores and all that stuff, but instead I watched Transformers all day long, because you know what? I can do that. You're an adult. I'm an adult. I can do what I want to. And you bought yourself a Transformer. I did Is that what spurned it? Spurred that? You I bought one and then you bought it? last week, and I said, I want that darn Transformer, because I didn't have that Transformer. And then Craig saved up his money all week from all, all week, his chores. All my chores. And he went and bought it from Roses. It. Not from Roses. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do find it funny. I do find it funny that I looked on Amazon for it. I was like, that thing ain't going to be at TJ Maxx when I go back. And uh, on Amazon, it's like $40. $40 for that little guy? <laughs> and on the, on, at, at TJ Maxx, it was 10 bucks, And I was like... An off-brand store. You bought it for $10. Yeah. At so I bought it for 10 bucks. while, you know, I was buying household essentials and things like that. And, you know, oh, so you were adulting. I bought adult things, and I bought myself, you know, a present. Yeah. I'm good. Good, uh, and I, you know, and I'm happy with. It. I'm, I'm fine with my ten dollar purchase. It's weird how, like us as adults, you know, when we see stuff that we liked as a kid, and we have the ability to buy the thing that we want right then and there that we couldn't when we were that age. Yeah. It makes us want to buy that stuff. And I think that's what it was, and that's why I bought it. It I, makes I, us want to buy those things. And it's like I said, I'll probably look at it and. You know, be like, oh, this is so cool. I mean, it's Transformer, you know. And I'll be like, like next week, I'll probably be like, here you go, Luther. You can have it. Because <laughs> I, was, I was the same way with, like, G.I. Joe's. And I remember when, that, like, when, um, back when it was, I don't even remember the name before the comic store, before it was Galactic. Gallops. Gallops, that's right, because of Ted's last name. Yeah. Over there by the, by the um, fairgrounds. That's right. And I would go in there and I would see all the statues and stuff. Like, oh man, it'd be cool to have these busts and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then when I got older and had money, my own money, working, I, that's what I would spend my money on. Yeah. Reliefs and busts and stuff like that, oh, along dude, with other things. Dude, comments. when you walked into Ted's house, his, his whole living room area, not the, the formal sitting down living room, but you know, where <clears throat> you play video games and all that stuff and, you know, pen and papers, it was just like the store. Really? But it was his collection. Oh, wow. I bet he had some badass oh, stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, he... You know, I mean, think about it. You own the store. Sure. Like so you're going to be like, yeah, check this mm-hmm. out. You know, check that out. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. He had some really cool stuff. Like, and he was huge into, like, the Golden Age stuff. So, oh, okay. You know, like, the Golden Age of comics and all that. And he had stuff from the 60s. I mean, it was just like... You could tell that was his childhood, and he was an adult. I'm getting my shot. The same way, the same way. You want the stuff that that you like to read and, you know, and speaking of how things change from as kids to adults, you know, I I read a um, podcast um, interview from a guy named Jerry Conway. So Jerry Conway. Conway Twitter. Yeah, that's right. He's a a very well-known writer in the comic book industry right. he helped co-create punisher he helped co-create firestorm mm-hmm. at dc uh he's one of the main 
writers that helped do the the death of Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. and that Amazing Spider-Man when he was in that, and he did um, he did a major crossover first one of the very first major intercompany crossovers with DC and Marvel with Spider-Man versus Superman. I don't I've never read that, but I know who Firestorm is, and we all know who the Punisher well, is. We should know who Firestorm is. And Firestorm, he's a, yeah. He's a reoccurring character in The Flash and a reoccurring character in, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, because I mean I mean he's in Legends yeah. of Tomorrow, no, no doubt. So I mean, very familiar with those characters. But I mean the guy the guy's he's pretty important. First nuclear superhero. True. He so he he kinda he has a different perspective, a writer's perspective. That's right. You know, because he they're they're the ones that have to help create the storylines really if you think about I mean, it yeah, the yeah. artists just draw what what the, the creator tells them right they want it to look like and right then the, the writer has to flesh it out right yeah. right and how the and, and bring it to life right and then how to continue a certain series or that's right you know because oh god though how many times of the reboots with things and I'm, every it yeah, seems like I'm, I'm done with reboots it's like sometimes they don't even wait a year or two before they Redo a whole new thing. Yeah. So, but anyway, it was kind of interesting listening to what he was talking about. And his basic point was that the audience for comics, he said that this is a quote from him. Tell me, read it. The defined audience for mainstream comics is an audience that, by definition, constantly shrinks. What do you think he was trying to say by Um, that? Like, what? You hear that statement? Old people, because they constantly get shorter when they get older. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No. That's it. That's not it. That's it. You hit it on the head, I Craig. Did. God, I'm a Jesus. Jesus. I'm so smart. Why are you working at the car dealership? Still? I don't know. If I had a PhD, I wouldn't be working there. I uh, know you wouldn't. But what he's trying to say is like it's an ever evolving. Everything's evolving with storylines, characters come and go. Actually, no one ever goes. What am I talking about? In comics, everybody comes back, right? They come back one way or another. Yeah. So anyway, oh yeah. Speaking of that, he helped create. Um, uh, one of the Robins. Oh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Also known he as the Red him, Hood. He, yeah, he helped. We speak create about that him team. a lot on this podcast. We do. Yeah. We like the Red Hood though. I do like the Red Hood. He's kind of a Red Hood and Outlaws. Yeah. yeah. I like him. You gotta watch the um Winter Soldier versus the Red Hood on Death Battle. I mean if the Red Hood doesn't win, then All right, I, whatever. I see no reason. Anyway. <clears throat> Winter Soldier? Versus Red Hood? Yeah, come on, man. Red Hood. Winter Soldier. He's got a robot arm. And he's superhuman. And Red Hood was trained by Batman, brought back, uh, killed by the Joker, brought back by Roger Ghoul. Yeah, and, okay. And no, and, no. And wore the cowl for a while. Well, you know how. And, they, is, the main, and is the main antagonist in Ar- one of the Arkham Knight. But ha- do you know how he actually came oh, back? Oh, what's your name? Oh, I'm Bucky. Oh, I got a robot arm. They messed my brain. Oh. He's got cool guns. Red Hood's got cool guns. Okay, do you know how you know how Red Hood actually came back? Like how he actually how did he come back? Go ahead. Metaphysically came back. Yeah, he came back because Rajah Ghoul put him into Lazarus. No, how did that cat? How did they get his body? They dug it up. Yeah, but how did he actually? He wasn't quite alive yet. He was just like a mummy. Yeah, that's what happens when you get smacked in the face with a crowbar. That's what like freaking. Okay, so. They have a guy come up to him with a rock. Superboy. That's exactly what they said. That's exactly what they said. Pull his heart out. Superboy 
it was like something from Infinite Crisis that screwed up uh-huh. where Superman, a Superboy was the before the Superman, what? and something else happened in the timeline, what? and it zapped Jason Todd back to life. So we're talking about writer magic. Correct. Writer magic. Correct. Yep. So they killed it. They, they, in the comics, it was voted to kill Jason Todd because they hated him as Robin. They, Who's they? The, the readers. The readers at the time voted to kill him. I think they just did to be like, oh my God, they don't really want to do this. That's horrible. And they wouldn't really do it. And they did it. And they did it. That's and they horrible. did it. They sacrificed this. That sounds young, like some of my generation stuff. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. So going back to uh, kind of what he's saying, like, an ever shrinking audience. Audience is always shrinking because they're always changing. People are getting older. There's disinterest. People find uh, interest in other things. Right. They get they read a certain book and they get pissed off and they're done with it now and they go do something else. They and I'm not talking about just boys here. That was the target audience back when they first were writing these. Obviously, back awesome. in the back in the um, shit. They've been around since the 30s, to yeah. be honest. But then in the 60s, it became their target audience was that teenage middle teenage years, like eight to 13. Only, you know, fourteen-year-old kids. There's only one teenage year in that. Pre uh, adolescent. Pre adolescence. Preteens. 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 Because bright colors, capes, fighting bad guys. Yeah. It's fun. This kind of thing. It is. You know, but then it started taking turns to more yeah. adult readers. And everybody wanted to be Wolverine, smoke exactly. cigars, and drink beer, and have stabby things. So in the '60s. In the 60s, that's when things really started to kind of like turn a little bit because they, the people that were kids then wanted to, when they got older, they wanted to write the comics that they wanted to write. That makes sense. Because they were like, oh, what happens if we did this with this character? Okay. What happens if we, now, to give you a little history about comics, because that's what we're talking about here. So Action Comics number one is probably the most influential comic ever made yeah Superman and that was back in 1939 so May of the car. I mean, I'm sorry 38 and that was uh, Siegel and Schuster obviously Superman's old yeah he's old and it was the first time that you had a character that was completely unflawed like he was not unflawed that's the kind of way they wanted the characters mm-hmm. they didn't want him to have any character flaws you know they wanted him to be perfect like the Boy Scout the ideal character so then one year later what do you get after that you get Batman Bob Kane I think there's somebody else that was involved in making Batman yeah. it's not just Bob Kane no. I think there's somebody else that doesn't get the publicity and I forgot the guy's name I know it was a um, there was a documentary made about there this was. whole thing and there this was. guy missed out on millions of dollars so mm-hmm. I apologize for not knowing his name and you guys are, can you know kill me on that later but Detective Comics number 27 which is Batman's first appearance. But it was a more adult approach. He was a darker character. So to say that in the 60s and 70s, 80s, and then going to the 90s, things were changing more to adult readership, to me, almost sounds kind of false. Because you're, okay. you're, you're trying to get the attention of that other reader. The other gentleman's name was Bill Finger. Bill Finger. Bill Finger. Bill Finger also helped create Batman. They were, they were the... Bob Kane must have tried to, like, <clears throat> black him out or something. He tried to, he tried to, yeah. 
Seriously, his family. I mean, that whole documentary, I can't remember what the name of it was, but his his family lost out on millions and millions kind of, of like dollars. The two guys that made McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, so back to it. Sorry. So you had it was it said it was a more more adult pro, not that there wasn't camp. Golly gee, we was Batman, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of stuff. But just the way the camp. Holy rusted metal. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, holy rusted metal. Exactly. It is. It's ho- it's holy and it's rusted metal. Yeah. You just described it perfectly. Because yeah, exactly. the TV show was campy. I love the it TV show. It wasn't made. I still love the TV that show. That was not made for, really, it wasn't really made for adults. No. When you really look at it. So, and then a couple years later, you get the first Captain America, which wasn't made by Marvel. No. It was made by a uh, group called Timely Comics. And that was Timely. Joel Simon, and that was... Jack Kirby's one of Jack Kirby's sitting on the porch and it came out around during World War II that's right but they found out that more people more soldiers are reading this comic than kids are really yeah there's soldiers are reading the front they're reading the comics in the front lines lines. because they're like hey this is a guy that's kind of like us because they can relate to him exactly that's exactly what they said okay they could relate to the character. So eighteen to twenties. Yeah, and he was kind of, you know, he was only way he was still a human being. He wasn't from another world. No, he was just you a know, soldier. Kind of like I mean, Batman was a normal person too, but people it, more darker humor, like stuff that kids maybe didn't understand. He was goth before it was cool. Exactly. And then you get, um, um, oh, and the biggest thing about Captain America was he was the usually. So, Action Comics number one, straight Superman, okay? That's right. But Detective Comics number 27, they had other stuff happening before Batman came along. So, that's how comic characters usually became, like, they had their own title. They'd introduce them first in, like, an anthology-type thing, a short little run, Mm -hmm. and then they say, okay, now we're going to go make a series just about this person. Oh, kind of like Amazing Adventures Thor. Right. Okay, got it. Or like you did a Justice League thing, and you brought in... Green Lantern, and all of a sudden, boom, Green Lantern's got his, or Green Arrow, or Wonder Woman. Why don't we have a Green Air, a Lantern movie? Yeah. Uh, you mean a good one? Yeah. Mm, I, don't, I don't really know. Because DC makes shitty movies. Yeah, but they make awesome cartoons. Yeah, just stick yeah. with the car- You know, imagine if they did a cartoon and just put it out in theater. That'd be great. That would be amazing. Yeah. It'd be the it. highest grossing. I'd go watch it. <laughs> anyway. They did. Wait, no. Master of the Phantasm. Matt, you know what? You are that, right. That was in the movie theater. And that did make some And I money. watched it. So then you had something else come along in the next, you know, following years. You, you had, so you had all these runs coming through. Okay. You had, uh, so Superman's rolling, right? Since the 30s, since, or call right. it the 40s. You got Detective Comics rolling with Batman. Then Batman gets his own thing. Now mm-hmm. you got Captain America. And now you've got, um, um, what I was talking about here for adult readership is Tales of the Crypt actually got called Tales of the Crypt yeah. in 1950. Uh, before, and it was number Before we had the Crypt Keeper. And all yeah, that it was number 20. So this is a horror anthology of, of books, you know, okay. telling individual independent stories. Nothing changed to the next. So Creepypasta before Creepypasta. Exactly. Okay, exactly. And it wasn't titled that. Before it was titled Crime Patrol, and then it was also titled uh, Crypt of Terror. Ooh. And it was EC Comics. Um, and this stuff started spawning 
and influencing people like novelists and other book writers okay. and other comic publishers and filmmakers. Just think about it. Like this is where all your horror stuff started started coming from because they were t- telling stories in different ways, not just our old school universal horror characters like Wolfman and mm-hmm. Frankenstein and the Mummy and and Dracula and can't forget the creature from Lake Lagoon. No, please don't. Because he's he's the outlier. He's he's the creature. So you know you've got. All of a sudden now, you've got these people interested in this stuff too. So they're drawing their influences from all this. Right. You know? So for him to say that this the audience shrinks too much and it's it's not for the adult re- the adult reader, I think, is your mainstream person now. I don't think you should go back to I don't think you should revert back to <clears throat> I think to to younger readers. No, because younger readers now are not readers. They are, they're. I mean, they're video gamers. Dude, you got you got three kids, and every time they come over, let me see the iPad. Let me see the video game. Let me see this Xbox. Never once have they picked up a comic book. So no, yeah. never once. Yeah. Well, they watch the movies, the little yes, cartoons. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they watch the TV show. Absolutely. Absolutely. They surely. But they will. are not reading. But they are not big on the reading aspect of it yet. Now, if they get older you know yeah. my oldest Lex is 10 he's getting to the age where he starts to draw and mm-hmm. read and other things but you know sometimes he's reading a book sometimes and Liza's a voracious reader she's actually read a couple of the Harry Potter books already and Luca just you know he's just getting into it Luca has every video game on the man on his phone he does I think he has a world record he can't download anymore because he just has no room it's amazing that he can't download any more games on a 64 gig. He has all of the games. All of them. Some of them are even repeated. You know, it's just... Like, this game is the same as this game is the same as... The, oh, it's cool. It's an in-game app. Let me just... Yeah. Anyway. That's him. So you had those... <clears throat> you had those comics influencing a certain amount of people. And, and they like these comics. So they're going to continue on with it because that's what they draw their influences from. That's right. And then they create their own thing. That's right. So... I feel like that's a that's a great way to to keep keep things going, you know. Um, and then you had Fantastic Four come out in the '60s, and this was a Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. This is like what really started that's the first going. Family. Yeah, this is the first family, but it's really started to go towards what the you know the mainstream stuff for Marvel or the creation of Marvel comics. This is one of the books that helped do that in '61. Um, and the guy that helped, create, you know, jumpstart that was a guy named Martin Goodman, because he wanted something. John to, Goodman's father. Exactly, he wanted to help. He wanted to have something go up against that ju- the Justice League of, of America. Okay, comic. I can see that. Uh, but the the way that they attacked this this family, like you said, they're a family, is they made them imperfect. They're imperfect people, so let's keep them that way. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it where they don't necessarily like each other all the time and they're going to have their different opinions and everything and not everything's just like you know good job everybody we did it you know it's more of a it's a different dynamic when mm-hmm. you've got and plus they're dealing with the fact that they've gained abilities that they don't know anything and, about and one of them is dealing with the fact that he turned his best friend into a giant rock monster and he just wants to get his friend better and that's his, the whole and, and his friend they can all change back and his friend's stuck so he has his own dynamic to take Ben Grimm is can, it's always going to be a green rock I mean a, a yellow rock monster yeah yeah 
Not a rock lobster. No, not a rock lobster. Rock monster. Speaking of which, I watched that um, that last made Fantastic Four movie, and everybody told me, "Oh, it's so horrible! It's so horrible!" So I watched it the other night. <clears throat> it wasn't horrible. Which one was this? It's the one that's got um, it's got uh, Killmonger in it. You know, before he was Killmonger, he was damn Human Torch. Oh, that that Fantastic Four. I heard it was awful. Dude, I watched it. It's not awful. It could it have had a better ending? Yeah. Well, why why do you think people didn't like it so much? <clears throat> probably because did it not fit their version probably, of Fantastic Four? No, it didn't. Probably because Doctor Doom was the main bad guy in it, and you see him ten minutes before the movie ends, and they go into another dimension, and they fight him, and they stop him, and that's it. There was really nothing to so it. So what was the buildup? What <clears throat> happened in between? Was it them trying to learn and figure was, each other out? It was out? them growing up. So they're kids. It starts off with their kids, and they're building a machine, a teleporter machine. They're, and, uh, and Reed Richards and Ben Grimm have been doing this all growing up, right? And then the Baxter Foundation picks them up, brings them in, Victor Von Doom's there working with the Baxter Foundation. Sue Storm's there working with them, you know, doing that. And they found out that they're both working on the same teleporter technology. And they're finding out when they bring objects back that it comes out with this dust that it's not from here. It's pretty much the multiverse. They're going into the negative zone. How about that? You know, if you were DC, it's what 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 is it called in Marvel? The Phantom the Zone fan, is what they have Phantom in zone DC. DC. Right, it's negative verse in, in Marvel. And then they go there, and that's when they get hit with that wave, not going into outer space, you know. And they when they get, go through the dimensions, and they all get their powers. How about that? But then something happens, and Victor Von Doom is left there, and they just assume he died. Well, then they go back, and he's there, and he's been living there, and he's got all the powers. How does he eat? He didn't have to. The, the The Earth took care of him, and whatnot. They sustained but, him. Yeah. But that's, it was a build-up to what happened to them and how they got turned into what they were and what happened to them in between, you know, this time and that time. That's all it was. It was a good little story. Was there a lot of action in it? No. It doesn't sound like there was. It doesn't sound like there was. that's probably what people didn't care for. You know? Well, it's Fantastic Four, it's man. Fantastic you want to see, you know, Ben Grimm fight something, man. Oh, you saw him. He ripped, the, like, a tank apart and stuff like that. Ah, tank. I Come mean, on, but, we've you know, seen this. We've yeah. seen a, we, saw the, but, we saw Hulk. But, I mean... It is what it is. Just enjoy the movie. Yeah. Just enjoy the movie. Don't hate on it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I watched it and I got done with it. There's plenty of other horrible movies I've watched. You're you're not wrong. And that's not one of them. You you're know? Not wrong. I enjoyed all the actors that were in it. I mean, and so that comes back to this whole, you know, the, the process of right. people being, you know, they're influenced by this. They're Hopefully, I don't know how many people were influenced by Fantastic Four that made that movie and thought it would be a good idea. You know, they they made the movie they wanted to make. Think about it. Yeah. They, it's a they, fan film. They made the movie they wanted to make. They made the movie they wanted to make. Or that Fox made them make. I don't know which. Or Sony made them make. Or Sony. Whoever. Whoever. Whatever the studio was, because yeah. there's some oversight. There's some. And then you're gonna have oversight with that shit. I mean, you know, all the characters were cool. Ben Grimm looked cool. Mr. Fantastic looked cool. Sue Storm was cool. You know, I mean, it was cool. 
It, I mean, I like the Human Torch. Here's the Human Torch, and then I don't. And that's one thing I don't understand about a lot of the people. Like when Daredevil came into play, and they had the Kingpin, and my Clark Duncan played the Kingpin. And people, there ain't nobody big enough to play Kingpin except that son bitch. He did a great job. He did an amazing job. I mean, they're actors. They are acting like a character. Who cares what the character looks like? I don't. Did I think he was the kingpin? Yes. Why? Because he's an actor, and I thought he was the kingpin. Yeah. You know, I was I could care less. You know, and I mean, you got Johnny Storm is being played by, you know, what's his name? Oh man, Chris Michael. Uh, what is his name? Michael B. Jordan. Michael yeah, Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. He. I mean, that's awesome. He did a great job. I loved it. I'm like, dude, there you go. He acted just like the character acts in the comic books. Cocky, arrogant. Did he, look different? did he look different? Yeah, but who gives a shit? You watch cosplay stuff, everybody looks different. I don't yeah. care. He's playing a character. Right. Doesn't bother me a bit. I thought it was awesome. I loved it. People going to hate on me because I loved it, but I don't care. But, I mean, again, it's like we were talking about when the Iron Man 2 movie came out. My brother-in-law's brother does cinematography for it. When I went over there to meet them, they're like, oh, you better watch it. Craig's a huge comic book fan. You know, he's going to rip into you about this movie. And uh, they're like, so what'd you think about it? I was like, I remember we all liked it. They're like, well, what about this character not being like this character? And I was like, they make it for me. They made it for the younger generation. Yeah. Mine is the comic book I, I grew up reading. I think it's cool when I watch a movie and it twists it a little bit like that. I mean, I don't give a shit. See, and and go on, and I'll come back to I'll <clears throat> we'll come back. Well, I'm gonna finish this right. Yeah, we're, yeah. Go we're, ahead. We're coming back to what you're saying too. A little bit is. You know, we just said people make the stuff that they want to make. They want that they want to yes. see. That you know, and they're taking their creativity with it. Some of it we're gonna like, some of it we're not gonna That's like. Right. But if you'll never know if you don't watch it. Yeah. You know, and the 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 whole Marvel cinematic Marvel cinematic universe is loosely based around the Ultimate series. Yeah. Which is Brian Michael Bendis and them and them taking taking what's there and almost flipping it on its head except you don't have Miles Morales Spider-Man you got Spider-Man in a different capacity I like Miles Morales Spider-Man I really do I thought what what I thought was going to happen with the Avengers is it was going to become like the new Avengers I don't know if you know who's in the new Avengers so you had like you still had you you had um, Hulk was in there still you had um, Wolverine Mm -hmm. Mm Spider-Man Freaking Luke Cage. Okay. Uh, Jessica Drew. Okay. Not not the Jessica, uh, the Spider Woman Spider also. Spider Woman Jessica Drew. Yeah, her. Yeah. But then they had the other Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones from the TV show. Was married to the, Luke Cage and nobody, they had a baby. Nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Hawkeye was Ronan. Yeah. And there was somebody else. I'm missing someone. Out. Captain America wasn't in it. Iron Man. Iron Man wasn't in it either. Oh, um, um, oh, what's her name? It, the new Miss Marvel. It had Carol Danvers in it. Yeah, no, the other girl. The, what? the girl with stretchy arms. Oh, what's her name? She's in the video game. They they call her Miss Marvel. Yeah, she's Miss Marvel also. But no, it wasn't her. They had the Carol Danvers. <clears throat> you know Marvel. what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I, I know what you're talking name. about. Kamala oh, something. They had Squirrel Girl. Yeah, yeah. so well, who's beat a lot of people, which is weird. Squirrel Girl's badass. Apparently. I think they did that shit on purpose. They should have. Anyway, so, you know, I thought that's what they were going to turn into. But anyway, so you've got 
that universe, which is completely different from the comics. Okay. Completely, it's 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 parallel enough that you can pick up what's going on. Was Black Widow? You know the reason why they said that Black Widow spoke perfect English, why? even though she's Russian, why? because uh, Natasha Romanoff is a linguistics linguistics expert and can speak with any dialect that she chooses. How about that? I mean, well, she's a spy. Exactly. Why, why wouldn't she be able to? Yeah. I mean, that's just... Okay, I'm down with that. So that did, was did their some, reasoning. Did somebody not care for that? Well, I'm just saying, that's why they, when Fumi ever brought it up, that was going to be the response. Yeah. Well, she's a spy and she's a perfect, you know... Uh, well, um, well, do you know how hard Russian is to speak? You think English is that hard to speak? Yeah. When you think, I mean, look at every English actor there is. They can pull off an American accent like better than some Americans. Yeah, and some Australia Aussies Aussies can do it. Apparently, it's much easier for for a um, English actor to pull off a Southern dialect like we speak, because all they have to do is speed up the way they talk. Really, and all we have to do to have an English accent is to slow down slow down the way we talk. How about that? I never noticed that. I'm yeah. going to put that through to the test later. Yep. I think Southerners are the, uh, are the only... I watched something and they said Southerners are the last <clears throat> the last group of people who are closely speak proper English. And going back to our the, the point with, with Mr. Conway here too and what he was saying, with the, so we got a shrinking audience, yeah. constantly shrinking audience. We've got... Way too many titles. Now, I do believe that. I yes. do believe there's yeah. way too yeah, many. We're trying to make, there's too many on ramps or jumping on points yeah. that he does mention that says, well, you know, we're constantly trying to get new people to, to read us and all this kind of stuff, so let's make it easy for them. But there's so much stuff that happened before that, that somewhere, somewhere along the line, it's going to catch back up, and then you're just going to go, wait, what? C- kind of like how you, <coughs> pardon me. So I remember there was a series that did with X-Men and X-Force called Executioner's Song because they thought Cable had killed Professor X. Yeah, that's right. And they were hunting down Cable, and there's two different factions. I, I have that series. I had, <coughs> excuse me, had one where Wolverine was just, they were actually fighting, and it was, they were, Wolverine was just taking people out. He actually killed Shadowstar, or he just wounded him really, really bad. But anyway... Uh, it was neat to see that, but you know, you had to get this issue of X Men, and then you had to get this issue of X Force, and yes. then you had to get this issue of Cable. So it was forcing you to get all these different things, these different uh, um, comics, and the certain one to know how it flows together. Yes, because and every <clears throat> every issue had a different cover, mm-hmm. so you had to you had to follow this and. It's kind of like how, right now, if you're watching Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Green Arrow, Supergirl, that they're having jumping off episodes where part one will be on this, part two will be on that. It's the same with with the 90s during the comics. You had to, especially for Executioner Song, and I'm not going to ruin it for you because you haven't seen it. You haven't read it. I've read like, th- there were nine issues? Yes. And I've only read like three. Yeah, but you had to get, you had to get them, and you and you had to go and get X Force over here, mm-hmm. and the Cable over here, Uncanny X Men. Yep. X Factor. You had yep. to do it, and because it took place 
with each one of those groups yep. doing it. So as their way from a marketing standpoint was smart because it was getting people who probably w- weren't reading X-Force to read X-Force. But in the 90s, everybody was reading X-Force. Sure. People might not have been reading X-Factor. I was an X-Factor fan. <clears throat> and then other people were reading you know, Uncanny X-Men. So it made them, it made them do that. Right. I mean, Spider-Man did that with Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and some yeah. other ones. When you it just hit. had so many titles. It's like, what actually is canon and what is just a one-off? Yeah. You it's never confu- really know because you confusing. think you know something, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, that's not how no, that's it is. that's not canon. You're like, what the hell well, ain't it? Because it's in the freaking book. Yeah. It's in the book. What do you mean what it's mean? not canon? That's, that's stupid. How could that? How could that not be why'd possible? You, why'd you write it if it wasn't? It wasn't a what if? Yeah, that, that's we yeah, obviously totally yeah. different. You know, I mean, what if Cyclops had lasers out of his fingers, save his eyes? I don't know. I don't know. That's definitely not a canon story. What if the Punisher died and his family took over the mantle? Yeah. What if? Oh my gosh. What if Spider Man never lost his cosmic powers? That'd be amazing. Oh, he would have been the most powerful one on the whole planet That's in right. the whole universe. That's right. But in, those in, are those are real what ifs, by the way. They are. <clears throat> so, and like, what if Thor? Or what if? I think it was what if Thor? Uh, no, what if Hulk took over a planet? Yeah. Which to me helped spawn Planet, planet Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's it's cool. And then you had stuff with Incredible Hulk too. You know, you had the whole. Why are you gonna pick on Incredible Hulk? I don't because don't pick on him. He's a nice man. He's just he's just he's, trying to be. He's just angry. He's just, he just wants to be left alone. He's angry all the time. Yeah. Boo hoo. People won't leave him alone. What if somebody said, "Hey, guess what, Bruce? Get over yourself. Yeah. Get They'd over." Probably it. make him mad. He turned to the Hulk. Get over it. Yeah. Quit being a little bitch. Little bitch. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. Would he get mad or would he? Just would he get mad or he'd be like, "Hey, you know, you're right. You no, know, you're right. Why did I think of that?" Well, yeah. Because that's what angry people say to people when they tell them to get, stop being angry. Well, maybe if I would have thought about that. Oh, you're such a genius. Exactly. So smart. He can't even control his little temper. And then you punch he's him. like an adolescent. Then you punch him in the throat. He's just like a 14-year-old that doesn't know what's going on with his body. Yeah. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Oh, look at me. I'm being three and I can smash things. That means two things. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it does. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I just, that kind of stuff would drive you nuts. Uh, unless you were right there to 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 collect it every single time. Yeah. I remember when Civil War came out. Holy shit! You had no idea what was going on with Civil War. I mean, they had the one constant Civil War like issue. I meant like story going. Yeah. But then you had all these other jumping off points. See, and, and they, it just maybe that's, oh maybe god, that's it was just too done. much. They should just they should just have a, a one shot one of these things. Like in, let's just say Infinity Gauntlet. Right, yeah. So, boom. Now this is Infinity Gauntlet. This is going on, right? I don't need to know what the Avengers are doing every week. Th- that's you know? the thing. That's I, I don't need to know. You know, I don't need a second comic book telling me what they're doing because I'm reading the Infinity Gauntlet. I know what they're doing. It, but that and that goes back to the point that you were making earlier. It's like so you'd get X Force and the X Factor and the Uncanny yeah. X Men, then Cable. Then you'd have fucking one other issue that has. Has they're not even in the damn yeah uh, in the story, and they're just there as a filler and a buffer. And you're like, why the hell is this happening? Mm-hmm. Stop it! I don't know if they do the same. They do the same bullshit in DC because I've collected all the uh, right. uh, not death in the family, which was the Robin getting killed, but it was the a death, of the, death of the family, and it was Red Hood, 
Harley Quinn, yep. The Batman, Detective Comics, Batgirl, Red Hood and the Outlaws, and um, another singular Batman, the ba- regular Batman, because yeah. you had Detective Comics too. Yeah. There were eight, eight, eight that, comics. That all came out on the same day. That you have to get, yeah. and then guess what? You have to get the next one, and you had to do this at least four times. Yeah. And the thing is, it didn't really do anything to perpetuate the story. No. The Harley Quinn one, started talking about Harley Quinn with Joker bullshit. Let's figure out what the Joker's doing, and let's just read that story. They could have shortened this down. If they had done a run, and it was only 20 books long. Yeah. Not 20. Not 20. That's too many. Like 12. 12. You've been done. Right. But what they did is they... Oh. They drug it out. They drug it back. And then... Joker's bringing up shit he did to fucking Barbara, and he's bringing up shit about killing Jason Todd, and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Yeah. And now they've got the three Jokers. Have you heard about this? The three Jokers? What? Three Jokers. So now they're saying that. But they have two Jokers in a deck. They are. Okay, I'm ready. That's funny, because that's. So now they're saying in DC, this is a current storyline that's going on right now that I've heard. Comic books explain, boy. You got me onto yeah. that. I'm on it, man. I'm telling you. Look, if y'all don't take anything from this podcast, I listen to stories. I don't get to read as much anymore. Comics explained. Yes. Oh my God. We'll keep you up to we'll date. We'll keep you up to date, and and you will want to listen to it every time it comes out. Comics so, explained. So the three jokers is one night simultaneously three different Joker crimes were committed. At the exact same time. Okay. You've got a Joker that relates to Batman. Because mm-hmm. there's Batman, uh, Red Hood, Jason mm-hmm. Todd, and you got Barbara. Okay. Batgirl. So there's the the killing joke Joker. Okay. Who has that same mannerism and menace and stuff and mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy that is fucking around with her, like, with her brain. Right. Then you've got the regular Joker, who's more of a, uh, like the one that we commonly know. And then you've right. got the Jason Todd one, who's a little bit, he's almost like the one from the animated series, more I sinister. think. More sinister. Yeah, more sinister. The, the regular Batman, uh, the main Joker one's like, kind of like the one from the animated series, a little bit. Right. They all had these little different things of, well, something fell. Something fell in They have all these little different, small, quirky things to their personalities, Mm -hmm. but they're all jokers, and they all meet up at this house or something after they committed these crimes, and they figure out there's three of these sons of bitches, and what Batman does, of course, and he says, all right, there's no way we can go after them one at a time. Like, I can't just go after this one. You guys don't need to go by yourself. We're going to try to do this in team, so... Barbara and, and uh, Jason go, and they find the one that fucked with Jason Todd. And he ends up, I'm, I'm just going to ruin it, he ends up shooting that son of a bitch in the face. As he should. killing him. And the, and the thing, Barbara was like, oh my, she's like, I didn't have a choice. And she was like, you did have a choice. He goes, and all the times that we've been together, I've never seen you mess with a batarang. And she threw a batarang right at the time he yeah. pulled the trigger to try to intercept it. Yeah. She just wanted to have the fact satisfaction mm-hmm. that she tried 
quote unquote try something. I, right. I ain't never seen you mess with a bat ring. And you're like, oh shit. And then it fucking, that, that mm-hmm. one ends. You're like, oh damn, what's going to happen? So that's what's going on right now. See, I find that interesting. I do too. So it means you got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all, all jokerized. Correct. Correct. That's pretty cool. I can I can get down on this weirdness. See, I like the way that DC will branch off with things. Mm-hmm. I still don't like the fact that you have to get eight different books, stuff I don't even care about. The only right. reason why I got them is to see how the story ended. Right. I don't care. I do not care. I just don't. It doesn't. I don't want to read the other characters. If I did, I'd buy them. I'd buy them. Yeah. And then that was another point that he was trying to make too is you scale those down to maybe having 10 to 15 issues that you run. Right. And then you've got, and those are for those readers that we talked about before, those, that captive audience that you want to get that from nine the nine to 13 year old. Yeah, or okay. eight, eight, nine years old to, you know, maybe 13, 14, possibly 15 year olds. And then write the standalone series or. Or oh, the graphic novels. Graphic novels oh, nice. for adults. Like, this is this book. Boom. Kind of like when you read a, um, any other author. Yeah. You know? Not like a Tolkien series, so, not like Game so, of Thrones. So basically, you know, you got your regular series that's going on, constantly going on. Your serials, so to speak. Sure. That, that constantly, constantly come out. And then... Like the Watchmen, boom! There you go. Exactly. You know, or like the book you got the other day. You know, boom, once the future, go. it's got yeah. six issues already yeah. in it. Bang! Boom! There you go. And that would be for. That's funny you said that because it's by Boom Studios. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and that would be for this type of reader. Sure. You know? Somebody that wants to digest it all at one time and, and right. wants to know the next day, kind of like what we have with Ben shows. You okay. know, you want to see them all at one time. Yes. So why not just write the whole damn thing? Put it out. Make it a little bit more. You know, here, here's 60 bucks. Go ahead and get it. You know, kind of like the Umbrella Academies. You can get all those. You know, this, Sure. And, and it's an entire, you know. Exactly. A, anthology of what's going on. And t- to be perfectly honest. I would rather read them. I would rather read the stories yeah. that way. Now, if I want to collect issues, me as a collector, I want to go and get, I want to go back and get all that old stuff. Yeah. I want to even, you know. I kind of draw my line around the 90s stuff because that's what I grew up with and what I like. That's what you want. And to be quite frank, I like the art better then than I like it now. Yeah. I like the covers to me were just so much better than they are now. But that's another story. You know, and I want to go back and read stuff from the 80s that I never Mm -hmm. read. I want to see the stuff from the 70s. And I'm, those things are in compilations. Those are in trade backs. You know, and, and that's great. But I do want to get the individual ones just for collector's sake. And another point he's saying too that people are just getting them to collect them. They so, don't care. So that's three different demographics right there. That's your your 8 to 13 or 14 year olds that are your that are your key demographic readers. You have your higher end, you know, age brackets that we belong to that would be like more of your graphic novels and yep. your, and your your entire storyline books because right. we we do have the time sometimes to sit down and just binge through it. Right, and we don't want them to sit there and wait for next week because that's right. how we are. Right, that's our version of instant gratification. Right, and then you have your collectors who want to go and pick up the back issues and go at that. Sure, and, and find it for that that purpose. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, the only thing I disagree with him on is that the the reader is a certain certain person. 
when to me going back and looking at the history it's always been geared toward more um, a more mature audience yes like they've had yeah they had you know and one of the most mature books they ever did was actually i was about to get to that one too it was in the 60s as well or no i think it was in the 70s um, are you talking about the one where uh, Green Freaking Arrow? Green Arrow, yeah, was dealing with uh, drug addiction yeah. back in the seventies. So it, yeah, not, not Speedy, Green Arrow, but Speedy. Speedy was was dealing with that because we were found talking, out he was a junkie. Yeah, we were talking about that at, um, <clears throat> while we're filming. And then you had, and then you had, Demon in a Bottle with yeah. Tony Stark dealing with alcoholism. Yes, and then people people always want to say that oh. uh, X Men is 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 based off of people within the civil rights movement. And it is, it, it supposedly is based off of that, but I was about to get, get onto that. All right, so I picked up an issue of X-Men, I thought I want to say in like 06 or 07, right? And I just saw the cover, and you know, that's how I am. I see the cover, oh, let me pick this up. And it was about Colossus. And there was another thing going around that was that they were pumping into us some of the mutants that would make them get a secondary mutant ability or something like that. Oh, what? All right, so Colossus was talking about it, and, and apparently the entire time Colossus has been doing steroids. The entire time. And it, it, it popped out in my head. And you he got some of that compound V? And he goes, yeah, compound V. He goes, <clears throat> he says it in the comic. He goes, my mutant ability is for my skin to turn to steel. I don't have super strength. So that's why he's always weightlifting. That's why you, when you see him, you see him in the Speedos doing the... He was, he was a bodybuilder. And the reason he became a bodybuilder was because when his skin turned to steel, he couldn't move it because it was so heavy. I gotcha. So he became a bodybuilder. And then the next thing you know, he's having to fight these other guys and do this and do that and everything. So he was juicing the whole time in the comics how about that and then on top of it he was gay you know and he, so he came out and came out being a junkie at the same time and you're like what but I mean you don't think about that the dude gets hit by the juggernaut yeah he ain't got superpowers yeah other than he can turn his skin to steel yeah yeah it makes perfect sense you know, that does like, make sense wow. because you know it's kind of like when kind of like when they talk about Wolverine being heavy, he's five three and weighs four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, he better be strong oh, because he he's walking be around yeah. with a freaking metal skeleton. So, so if he smacks you, oh dear God, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? it's the same kind of deal. You know, you mm -hmm. you have it's it's wow, it's it's interesting. And, and how, nobody thinks think about that because as a little kid, you never would have thought about that. Nope, you just think he, he's a big strong he's dude. Like, oh man, he's got you know he's made of metal. That automatically means he's he's super strong. I mean, he kind of is super strong. I mean, he is. I mean, yeah, he is. But you know, well, he got the Sidorak. There's a reason behind that. Uh, Ruby, Miriam. Yeah, I mean, he became the colossal juggernaut. Now that was some crazy shit. Yeah. Thing. Oh, you know what made it even crazier when they were throwing hammers down from Asgard. People were grabbing hammers and whatnot. So he was a colossal juggernaut and picked up a hammer. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I read a new. Uh, ben Grimm picked up a hammer too. I remember. I, I read. I was reading something else about. It was a new storyline with Juggernaut, and he was. Juggernaut's kind of moved into a, um, not an anti-hero, but, well, maybe kind of a little bit. He's kind of turned into more of a heroist than he was a villain. Right. So it's kind of, that's something we'll talk about. I mean, was he even, the, 
wasn't even a villain. He was just mad at his stepbrother. Yeah. You, I can... Charles, Charles, get out of my head, Charles. Charles. Get out of my head. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I'm the juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on now. I so, mean, yeah, we'll talk about... We'll talk about that later. We'll but, talk... The, but, oh, another episode we'll talk about is but, what they've done. But that would be... Like, they, would, they would make more comics just to follow up that for no reason. You know right. what I mean? Or, or, again, like what you were saying... Um, I remember people come up like we were talking about you were trying to sell some Alex's comics for them. Oh, I got I got this number three and that number one and this, and a lot of people are like, "Yeah, well, I got Deadpool number one. I got Deadpool number one. Yeah, all right, or I got Venom number one, or you know all this stuff." And I'm like, "But that was before Venom had a comic. People didn't understand that there were side stories, mm-hmm. and that would get confusing to people too. You got a six issue side story." And as a kid, you'd grab it because you thought it was something new coming out, and you got the number one edition to it. Right, and it ain't, and it then, ain't Jack. Then it's just a six a six part story. Right, and you're like, WTF, man. Right, you know? right. It was cool, and then next thing you know, that ain't got nothing to do with the rest of the stuff. Uh, you know, that's so. I was going back to anthologies yeah. for heroes. That's how they do villains too. Yeah, a rogues gallery of stuff, and the next thing you know, they've mm-hmm. got they don't really have a standalone issue. Venom became just a very popular character oh, because yeah. of his his story and how they wrote him you know a lot of villains don't get their own and now own stuff. and now he's a hero and now he's a, a he was a um, CIA agent and Dude, Flash yeah. Thompson got agent his power of Venom. And agent of Venom agent of Venom that's happened. a great story if you haven't if you haven't read or listened to that one yet agent of Venom yep that, you know I bet that blew his mind a little bit Flash yeah. when he figured out who's who and all this yeah. other kind of stuff so yeah it was just it's just neat to get somebody's perspective and make you really think about and I don't know if his his what he says would really work do you think what he said would work to make it to where I mean I could see where you have you have a series of comics that keeps going and keeps evolving and keeps it that that same comic book feel and then to come out with another series for people our age I mean, Marvel tried to do that with Marvel Knights, remember? I remember Marvel Knights. Or they tried to, Max, didn't they have one called Max, too? Yeah. Marvel Max. Or, yeah, and then, um, you know, and then, I mean, they did an entire Punisher movie about that. You know, Marvel Knights. Yeah. And some people can't handle it because it is based for adults. And the language was was different in it. The stereotyping. Oh, the stereotyping. The comic books is bad already. Yeah. And then you put it into a more adult themed, yeah. and it got even worse. Yeah. And then you know, then you got to put in the fact that you know now you have more violence into it. So I mean, what happens if somebody just thinks they're grabbing a comic for their kid and it ends up being the adult version? Yeah, I will say that was you one know? thing that when I went to that comic store in Macon, and some of the titles that I wasn't aware of, and that Lex was picking up, the mm-hmm. guy was like, "Hey, you know, that's really not for your age group." You know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So he kind of steered the boat a little bit. See, that, but that's good that he did that. Yeah. That's what we were discussing the other day, man. I mean, rated M means rated M. Right. You're, you're and eight, there's, there's, your there's, eight-year-old should not be playing Grand Theft Auto. There's, there's that's, rated that's, that's, that's your fault as an adult. You did that to your kid. Not yeah, the not first on other than the microphone. And there's rating, ratings on the comics yeah. now, too. And it really tells you on there, this is graphic, this mm-hmm. is this. I mean, the worst you heard when we were younger was them say, damn. Right. And, and then they were like, oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. You remember when Raphael cussed in Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles? Oh, yeah. <gasps> you were oh, like, what? What? Mitchell cussed. But then you go back and you read the comic, and you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The movie was way toned down. Yeah. I mean, people don't get it. People way don't get toned it. down. But I, I do understand. 
I do understand a lot of what he's saying. Some of it I agree with. And and then as he was saying that I think we we didn't mention was not just getting it at your comic book store, getting it from Amazon. Right, he did mention that. You know, I mean, because either you get your comics from a comic book store or you get a... Do they still send them to your house? You can do direct mail, yeah. Okay, I I couldn't remember that. I mean... But when we were growing up, comic books were everywhere. They were in Rite Aid. They were in Walmart. They were everywhere. They had little spinny racks inside. And you yes. Because then they'd have like, you know, Archie comics. You'd have DuckTales. Yeah. You'd have, or the Disney stuff. Then you'd have, Cause, uh, you'd have all kinds cause, of things. Because in Millen, they'd have some come in. And our friend's mom ran the Rite Aid there. And we were, we were like, well, what happened? This comic didn't come up come this week. And she goes, well, oh, well, they just put random ones in. And we're like, oh, well, we, we like Batman. Okay, I'll make sure there's always Batman in there. Yeah. So she told would make sure that there was always Batman. And then there. I remember when I was working at Movie Gallery, I I collected over half of the Deadly Genesis saga. Oh yeah. Where you found out that there was a X Men team before there was the, the first team. class. Yeah. See, that's cool. That's real cool. We found out about Vulcan and 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 the and Kratoa and all that kind of shit. That, it's pretty I mean, cool. That's man. pretty. That's pretty cool. And I was like, oh my god. But. I mean, but you don't ever think about that anymore. No, you don't. You don't think grocery about store. It. Man, I used to get the grocery store all I mean, the time. Kids, kids don't think about it. I guess. Do kids even like when you go out there? If they, see, if you don't walk into a real comic book store, do they even mention comic books? Nope. Unless you, now Barnes and Noble, or what we have here, yeah, Books a Million or whatever. What do we have here? Books a Million. That's right. I hadn't been there in a while. Yeah. They have a whole section of seems it, but like, I tell you what, like it's been an entire year since I've been there. <laughs> but but I tell you one thing like the the weekly stuff they don't have nearly as much as they do now if you go in there for a trade, a trade back? back you can find any, almost anything you want right there they because it's but as far as current stuff they have a very very small selection but that's why we have the comic store yeah but at the comic book store you're gonna have yeah everything that came out this week. here's what's coming out this week blah 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 that's right so it's pretty cool but um but yeah, I just I get a little tired of having to jump to issue to issue to issue. See, but to now issue. do you see why I, I read mine on the iPad or I listen to Comics Explain or another one's Comic Story? You know I haven't I mean? listened to that one yet. Comic Story and Comic Explain they 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 both have that wonderful voice that you can't help but listen to. I mean, they do a, an excellent job. And by no means am I pushing anybody's YouTube channel or anything like that because if I was, I'd be pushing my own damn YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> but I really do think people would enjoy those too. If you like comic books and you don't have the time to read or go pick up the stuff, kind of like what the gentleman was saying in, in the article, then definitely go check out Comics Explained or Comic Story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's worth it. I listen to them just about every morning when I'm getting up, getting ready for work, or I listen to them at night before I'm, I'm going to bed. You know, and I mean, it's just I, I think it's a good way to get my comics in. If I'm not just grabbing my iPad and reading them off my iPad, right? Yeah, you know? which is still honestly, it's not the same as owning a comic book. Nope. But I still get the comic book feel from it. Sure. Yeah, I was. I've been reading the boys because. Oh, know, oh, them boys. Them boys. Friday, Friday nights for them boys. Yeah, that's right. So it was. Uh, it. Uh, oh, people are pissed at Am- about it, at Amazon for that shit. What making Holy, it weekly? Yeah. <laughs> same bullshit you me, did with comics. Me and Nick. Me and Nick. Every every Friday, what you doing tonight? Nick goes, you know it's about them boys. You know what I mean? It's about them boys. Yep. <laughs> but I've started to read that that comic. And oh yeah. 
Garth Ennis and them was, uh, you know, of course he makes every, you know, the, the protagonist, you know, from Great Britain and Ireland and of shit course. because that's how he, who he is. Of but course. It's, it's interesting to read because that comic, that's graphic, that is a graphic novel. That is not a comic for kids. Nowhere fucking no. close. I mean, they do some crazy stuff in there. The one thing I like about... Have you read any of the comic? No. Or the graphic novel? No, I should I'm, call it a graphic novel. I'm watching, I'm, watching, I'm watching the story on the TV. Okay, so... And then, I'm and not, then afterwards, I did the same thing with Umbrella Academy. I'm not I, ruining... I watched season one, then I got, I got the trade back. Well, I'm not ruining anything for you because it's they are literally completely different. Well, I'm not going to ruin anything for you about the episode that just came out. Right. I've only watched but, the first episode. But it gets pretty bad. It gets pretty bad. Well, the thing the thing I like about the comic that I wish yeah. they would do in a TV show is that Frenchie, M.M., and Butcher, mm-hmm. and the female, the female they didn't find like that, okay? Yeah. All have compound V in them. Yeah. Now... They haven't said that in the TV show yet about MM, right? But they but we all. Know, but we know that that uh, female does because they were pumping her full of it. Yeah. But and, and then because in a fucked up way, uh, they hadn't butcher they hadn't butcher put some into Frenchie. Yeah. And he didn't want it. He didn't know what it was. Yeah. He was just sitting there. All of a sudden, next thing you know, he goes, "Oh, take this little," puts it in him. And next thing you know, he's <clears> able to that way. If they ever get in a confrontation, because yeah. they take on small group smaller That's lesser right. known groups and when they fight him and everything their fights are brutal man oh my See, god and, and, and the M-M. females ripping people's faces off they haven't even got they haven't even mentioned anything about him yet about that and so I'm just I'm, for the people who haven't who are listening that haven't seen I'm not ruining okay <clears throat> but I mean I'm not ruining for you in the comic because they no. straight up tell you so yeah I mean, I'm not. That's not the major point of the comment. I'm not ruining anything in that's the right. comment. I would never do it. I wish there was more terror. Yeah. I wish there was more of his dog. Yeah. But it, it, oh no, his dog. The dog was in there. In, well, he's uh, in everything in this the, one. The, the previous episode. When this when this is over, I'm gonna tell you something funny that he does. With, he makes the dog. Well, when this is over, I'm gonna tell you what happened in the last episode, and I can't say on on. This Fine, time. we won't. We, we won't talk about. It. Speaking of which, so this one was a good one. Yeah, this, this was, was great. Good. I'm glad we talked about yeah. this. I feel like we had a lot to talk about. Got a lot of stuff off our chest. Today. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then I don't know what next week will be about. We'll put this it'll one be up. What, it'll I'm be on. whatever we decide to talk about next week. Yeah, and then we'll. Uh, so I got to put these elements up for you guys. So I got to make sure to get this done here this next week, and that way you guys can roll through a bunch of stuff, and we'll try to get another one of these in during the week. So and maybe I'll buy a new transformer. Yeah. So again, we'll, thank you for joining us on the Geek Life and. We'll geek out with you guys next time.